Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Talks on Unit Therapy Podcast. My name is Kat. I am the host. And if you are unfamiliar with what Couch Talks is, it is the special bonus episode of Unit Therapy where I answer questions that listeners like you send to me at Catherine at Unit Therapy Podcast.com. Now, quick reminder even though I'm answering your questions, and again, this podcast is called Unit Therapy. The podcast does not serve as a replacement or substitute for any actual mental health service, including therapy, but we always hope that it helps in some way. And an extra disclaimer, if you cannot tell, I'm a little bit under the weather. I'm very congested and it feels like this is like the cold that will never go away. So I'm going to do my best to speak clearly today. And maybe if you don't like my normal voice, this episode will give you a chance to appreciate my actual voice a little bit more because it's not this. And if it doesn't, then thanks for listening anyway, even though you don't like my voice. So new year, we're back. Uh, If you, again, are new to Couch Talks, I do usually one question a week and I keep them anonymous so you can send emails in knowing that I will not share your personal information. I'll only share the information that you put in the email and don't tell me not to share. So we're going to stick with that. This is a very good question, I think, for the new year. I'm really glad that somebody wrote this in. So I think we're just going to get into it because I have a lot to say on this topic. So here is the email. Hey, Kat, happy 2024 and happy wedding year. Side note, this is me. Thank you very much. I am getting married and tomorrow will be 44 days, which is so crazy. But that's not what this is about. So I'm going to carry on. I am writing to you because, as expected, I am getting diet culture content everywhere I turn right now. I never struggled with an eating disorder, at least I don't think, but I definitely have had a difficult relationship with my body, food, and working out at times. This past year, I really made an effort to work on this, and I was feeling like I was in a really good place right around October. 
I didn't love the way my body looked by any means, but I was taking care of myself and at least I didn't hate my body or constantly feel like I needed to change it or fix it. But now I am having this battle in my head all of the time about wanting to change my body. Maybe go on a new diet or start a challenge like the Whole30 or 75 Hard. I don't actually want to do this because I feel like it goes against all of the work I have done that has allowed me to feel better at the end of last year. But I don't know how to ignore all of the noise everywhere. My gym is doing a challenge. I see ads everywhere about weight loss in the new year. And I also just saw a commercial for Ozempic that looks very appealing. Do you have any suggestions around how to ignore diet culture specifically in January where it's everywhere? Okay, so like I said, I'm really grateful for this email. I'm not grateful that anybody's struggling with this, but I do think it is important to address this specific topic multiple times a year, definitely in the beginning of the new year, even though talking about it might feel redundant because we do get like inundated with diet culture specifically in the new year. I feel like at the end of the year, there's a lot of like negativity about like eating all this, all these sweets and, and extra food and gaining weight and da 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 and it's in like this very bad light and then in January they've like worn you down and then they take all of that they've like you know dug you into a hole made you feel like crap about yourself for enjoying your life and then they hook you because now they have a solution for all this stuff that you did that you shouldn't have done which there's nothing that you did that you shouldn't have done most likely so I find it really important to talk about this even though it feels like oh we know or I know or I've talked about that well Yes. And it still can be very, very hard to defend yourself and defend your emotions and and create a barrier between you and diet culture because they are so good at what they do. So let's just get into all of this. I have a lot to say. I'm going to try to keep it somewhat concise and it's probably going to inspire me to do another episode on some of these topics. But diet culture propaganda, I don't think is ever going to go away in our lifetime at least. And I actually reposted something that a cycling instructor in Nashville posted a couple of weeks ago, it might have been a month ago, I'm not sure. But it was something really kind. They were just putting a reminder out like you don't have to work out to eat. Exercise is not shaming your body. It's not a punishment. And it was just a very positive message. And I reposted it. And he sent me a little message being like, I can't believe I, we have to continue to say this. And my response is, me too. It's very frustrating. And it's never going away. Diet culture is never going to go away. And so we're going to have to continue to say this in 2025, in 2026, in 2027, in 2050. Because I do not believe that specifically diet culture propaganda and that whole industry is going to go away because it makes so much money and they don't really care about us. That's where I'm going to start. When we start to peel back the layers of all of the messaging you're seeing. You take all the different things that are happening. Maybe you're seeing commercials for weight loss. Maybe you're seeing ads for products. You're seeing challenges at your gym or specials at the gym or anything like that. You're seeing all these different things. And when you peel back the layers of all of them, there's something that is connecting all of them together. And that is that they are all selling you something. They're all trying to make money off of you. And they're also trying to sell you something that you will never not need anymore because of the way that they are set up 
and the way that that they work, which is fine to an extent because there are harmless things that I have purchased and will continue to purchase and do till the day I die or for a very long time. Those things generally don't make me feel bad about myself and they don't create dysfunctional habits that can negatively affect my physical, mental, emotional health. I'm talking about things like a kind of sock that I really love, the eye patches that I am constantly buying, face wash that I really, really like and feels really good on my skin, or a shampoo that I enjoy, a brand of jeans that fits really well. Like there are other things. I mean, consumerism as a whole, I mean, it's a whole topic. It's a whole rabbit hole. I can't even really go down, but I feel like I'm teetering over there. There are things that we are going to fall into the trap of that. And it, it's not all negative. Somebody selling you a product is not all negative. We work and we live in a society that we have to have money and we have to make money to have money. So that's not really the issue here. It's that they are selling you something that will not ever really solve your problem. It somewhat perpetuates it and it can cause a lot of dysfunction whether that is within your own psyche and your emotions and your mental health, or it can really affect your actual physical being. And that's where it becomes a problem is they're not selling you these harmless things. Oh, we have the best sock. You should buy these socks. It's, oh, I'm going to convince you that you don't like things about yourself. And then I'm going to tell you that I have a solution and then you're going to buy it. And it's going to trick you into thinking it's giving you the solution, but then you're going to somehow want more of it because at first it helped and then it stopped helping. And then you remembered how it helped. And so you keep buying it. Or we give you another product that's a higher level product of the same thing that we have developed now to take care of the issues that the other product that you love so much at the beginning didn't take care of. Like it's all, I mean, it's a scheme there. It's a trap. And also, the more you talk about this, the more you hear about diet culture, and the more also, you know, guys, I've been on this cult journey for a long time, and now one of my favorite podcasts is, sounds like a cult. And diet culture is kind of like a cult. When you really peel the layers back, like I was saying, when you really get into the weeds of what diet culture is, it feels very similar to the makeup of a cult. It sells you the promise of a better life, but once you're in it, and the initial excitement wears off and you start seeing the insides of the operation, it starts to feel like a trap. But then it feels like in order to leave, you're going to have to give up so many things. And then you have to battle with the question of, well, are people still going to like you if you aren't chasing this ideal body that the cult sold you? Or are you going to like yourself? And that is very scary to me. I don't feel like if I stop buying the socks that I love, Bombas, that I'm going to have some kind of detriment to my life. Yeah, I might be sad because I really like those socks, but I don't think I'm going to suffer any actual consequences and it's not something that scares me. So what I'm getting at is that what is very helpful for me to remember is what is true. Hey guys, Kat here, and I have something very important to talk to you guys about. Now, I know you're used to hearing me talk about therapy and how important it can be for you and how transformative it can be for you in your life. But if you're somebody who's tried therapy and it just hasn't done the trick, or you just need a little extra boost, I think I've found the next best thing. And the next best thing might just be Cozy Earth and their bamboo sheets and their bamboo pajamas. 
It feels like you are stepping into a buttery, cozy, warm, and cool hug all at the same time. And that's just their pajamas. Don't even get me started on their sheets. As soon as I touched them, I said, okay, we're changing the sheets right now. And the bonus is they come in this really cute travel tote so you can take your sheets with you wherever you go. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. We're all in luck because you can discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code UNEED at checkout to get 35% off. Yes, 35% off. And let them know that we sent you Unique Therapy after you check out. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do find this missing girlfriend and tell her story with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one like my producer Anna oh my god my friend Dr. Mindy Shapiro hi it's Dr. Shapiro and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner and of course Gail's sister Elaine Katz having no closure it kills you join us as we try to solve a 35 year old cold case It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So what I'm getting at is that what is very helpful for me to remember is what is true. Diet culture isn't here to help us for the most part. It's here to make money off of you. It's business. It's here to make money off your insecurities. It's here to make money off of you, you being vulnerable. And it's mean. It's, it's not a kind thing. Even think about the challenges that you said your gym is doing a challenge. I know this better than I wish I did because I worked in different fitness studios for so many years. And I will say, I personally like some of the challenges that studios have done. 
They can be really fun. They can be motivating. They can bring people together. They can just add some excitement to something that maybe feels a little monotonous after you're doing kind of the same thing over and over. But while you're doing the challenge to help yourself, the gym most of the time is doing it to make money off of you, to get you in the door more often, to get other people in the door more often, etc. Because it's a business. A gym is a business. And so I personally do believe businesses can be ethical. I, I think that's a thing. But I think there is a balance to this concept. And my point here is not to like call out any gyms specifically for doing challenges because again, they are businesses. They have to also have marketing. I get that. And it is very helpful for us to remember when we are being faced with a challenge like that to say, oh, I don't have to do that. That might not be for me. If it's something that doesn't feel good, if it is something that sounds overwhelming or creates this idea that you're not doing enough or encourages you to make decisions that you know in your gut are not good for you, you get to remind yourself that most of the time that challenge is not really to help you. They're trying to help themselves. You might have been doing fine, right? You might not be struggling with anything at that point in your gym journey and your exercise journey and your movement journey. And so if it's something that sounds fun and you're like, oh, I'm going to try this. Great. If it's something that overwhelms you, if it's something that is whispering in your ear to do things that don't feel right in your gut or safe or kind, then you don't have to do the challenge because you can remind yourself that this might not be for me. And I have a lot to say on this whole topic of gems too. And I've written letters to certain gyms on behalf of clients of mine to release them from certain challenges and programs because they were so harmful for their health. I could go on forever around this. I just, I think it's wild. Some of the things that people encourage people to do at some of these studios without having the proper education of what that might mean for that person. It's so difficult to be able to safely create a mass program for people I think the one that specifically I'm thinking about it, it was like you had to pay a certain money about amount of money. And if you lost a certain amount of weight, you got your money back. But if you didn't, you would like had to pay like $600. And I mean, that might not seem crazy to you. $600 is a lot of money. And there's a lot of things people would do in order to not have to pay that back. But the program was set up for these people to fail. Like I saw the program and in my head, I was like, First of all, don't do this because this is not healthy. Second of all, there's no way you could do this. This is not like humane. Like this is, this feels very impossible, but they sell it to you in this package of you can do this and you can challenge yourself and you can create discipline and da, 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 da. And in six weeks, you're going to love yourself. So it makes you think that you can do it and that you want it. Again, could go on for not even hours, years, but we're going to keep moving on because the other thing that I really want to encourage here is one, remind yourself the first thing that I'm trying to drive home is remember that when you see all this diet culture stuff, most of the time it's not there because it's true and right and for you. It's there because it's a business. It's an industry that makes billions, if not trillions of dollars at this point every year. And that's what it's trying to do. Make money, not actually better your life. Most of the time you're seeing these things that actually they don't know you. The other thing I want to encourage here is with that, spend some time in places that feel really good. 
consume content that actually feels true and kind. So remind yourself that this is not true, but also what is true. Go to that and find that and find that space and allow yourself to get lost in that for a little bit. Because when we can't make noise disappear, it can be very, very helpful to actively remind ourselves of what we actually know. Because this kind of stuff really does play mind games on you. And I'm not saying that to like make you feel good about being kind of like sucked into it. I get sucked into it. I'm like, oh, wait, do I need that? Wait a second. No, I don't need that. And that actually doesn't fit with what I believe and what I know about myself and what I know about humans and our bodies and our worth. And what I do know is that accepting your body and treating your body kindly is a threat to so many people. It's a threat to so many industries and businesses. And if you did that, if, if you really did accept yourself, like think about how you were talking about in, in October, I was in a good place. Well, if we all are in good places, what happens to all these people? We wouldn't think, in quotes, think we needed all of these products and services and things. We'd be fine. We'd on our merry way, happy, you know, maybe not obsessed with our bodies as in like, I love what it looks like, but like, I'm good. I'm living my life. I'm enjoying myself. And it's actually not that important what I look like. But diet culture's job is to make you doubt yourself and make you not like certain things about yourself. So then you have a reason to change them. So then you have a reason to buy into this product, this service, this what have you. So you just can't trust everything they're saying as the truth. Again, they don't most of the time want what is best for you. They want what is best for them and best for the business that they're in and best for their bottom line. And I say that, I think bottom line is a you know business corporate marketing term I actually don't know what it means <laughs> it sounded like it would fit there what I mean they might have fit what they want most of the time is what's best for them in general for their revenue stream for their progression of what they're doing not so much what you are doing so that is what I'm going to give you as suggestions and way to help some of the noise when we can't ignore it because it's everywhere, right? It is everywhere. We don't have to accept it. We get to say, okay, I see you. And I also, I know what you're doing. So just remind yourself of what those things are actually doing versus getting the googly eyes and being like, oh, it's like, it's almost like they hypnotize us, right? We have to snap ourselves back into reality and have conversations with people, talk about it. It's funny that you mentioned the Ozempic commercial. I had never seen a commercial for Ozempic until about, I don't know if it was last night or the night before. And I was just, I was watching TV with my fiance, Patrick. And I was like, oh my gosh, what? I've never seen that. And it, he said, he was like, oh, I see those all the time. I thought it was wild. And it made me pretty frustrated. But then I got to like text a friend and be like, oh, this is so annoying. And so I want to encourage you when things don't feel right, you don't have to fight that internally by yourself, you get to talk about that with people that are safe, friends, and people that can remind you of the truth. Go to the places that do feel really good, spend time there, and allow those to take your attention back. So thank you for writing this in. It feels like we're all in this together, especially this time of year. And I feel like I've, I have a lot of content over the last four years on the podcast about diet culture, about I mean, I even did a episode on Whole30 and I think I might have even done one on 75 Hard too. But I've done episodes on all of those things. So if you want more information, you can go and listen to those. But also the reason I'm saying that is because as long as diet culture is going to continue to crank stuff out, 
we also on the other side need to continue to crank stuff out because we don't want to get drowned by by that noise and by that power because it can feel very big. So thank you for writing in this question and spend some time being really proud of yourself and kind to yourself and remember those things that you did that brought you to where you were in October when it sounds like you were in a good place. Like you can get back to that place and I hope you get back to that place. So thank you for this question. Again, if you guys have any other feedback, questions, anything, you can send that to Catherine at youneedtherapypodcast.com. I will be back with you guys on Monday for another new episode of You Need Therapy. And until then, I hope you have the day that you need to have. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.